Today's episode of What to Watch contains not suitable for work content. You ready? Let's get our show started. Right now. And reconnecting with people from the past. Are you Dexter Morgan? It's me, your son. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, November 5th through Sunday, November 7th. We are counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. William Locking, the actor best known for playing old-school biker Piney Winston on FX's Sons of Anarchy, has died at age 80. A cause of death hasn't been disclosed at this time. His October 18th death in Las Vegas was announced by his longtime friend Stephen Macht on Facebook. In addition to Sons of Anarchy, Locking also appeared on The A-Team, where he was the original colonel, as well as Star Trek Deep Space Nine, among other credits. Tim Karasik is back in the building. Well, he's back in a building. EW has an exclusive first look at Greg German's return to Grey's Anatomy on the November 11th episode. Don't expect to see him walk in the halls of Grey Sloan Memorial, though. While the doctors back in Seattle deal with the aftermath of an explosion, it's Meredith and Amelia who, in Minnesota, team up with a familiar face to help them with their study. You can read more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more at EW.com. All right, folks, let's get ready for another Housewives reunion with our number five pick, The Real Housewives of Potomac. As if the liar accusations weren't enough on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Mia is held accountable for her lies in the first of the four-part reunion. Candace is called out for her reckless behavior, and Giselle is grilled about her breakup with Jamal, which she has managed to stay pretty quiet about. Until now, here's a preview. Speaking of Jamal, when did the two of you actually break up? I don't know, earlier in the year, maybe? Was it, okay, so we shot the reunion. Okay, so when you was were that? together yep. at the reunion. Okay, yes. That was a year ago. So it was in How the soon after did you break maybe up? Maybe the next day. <laughs> after the holidays. After the holidays? Yeah. So, like, a couple How months later. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Maybe January ish. Okay. Late January, maybe. Okay, so I don't know. Like, but, Andy, okay. this timeline doesn't make sense, so I'm sorry. Like, let's just cut the BS. You're here saying January and February, but didn't Jamal do a video in December saying that he's not in a relationship? We all saw that video. Oof. Well, it's pretty tough to deny something when everyone has seen the video. You can see how it all goes down this Sunday at 8 p.m. on Bravo. Narcos Mexico is back for its season three premiere and for our number four pick this weekend. Everything seems to be heating up as an all-out war breaks out in the aftermath of Felix's arrest and a new gen of kingpins emerge. Here's a bit of the trailer. Amado made his move. He doesn't get what he needs, he takes it. It kind of sounds like you. 
EW's Derek Lawrence spoke with showrunner Carlo Bernard, who told us where season three picks up. Roughly a few months later, okay. you know, three to six months later, and the season kind of begins very much in the context of the aftermath of season two. Felix is in prison. The empire that he's built has sort of broken up, and these guys are now in business independently. And, you know, when the story begins, that's where we meet them. They're sort of, they sort of occupy different spots, you know, in the pecking order. And there's a sort of fragile piece that doesn't last for too long. Yeah, well, I guess if this crime drama were just about lasting peace, it wouldn't be very compelling. Narcos Mexico Season 3 is streaming now on Netflix. The Epic's action thriller series Condor returns for its second season this Sunday at 9 o'clock. Constant Zimmer, one of my favorites, joins the cast as head of a CIA counter-espionage unit. But it's not all spy games for Zimmer, who answered our not-so-top-secret question, what you watching? Lately, I've been favoring animated comedies like Great North, Bob's Burgers, and there's a new show called Ten-Year-Old Tom, which is about uh, a kid who can't make a good decision to save his life. And watching him deal with the consequences is hilarious. Just like all of these shows, they are all hilarious because they are well-written, the characters are fantastic, they're like laugh out loud moments. And obviously, because they're animated, the stories can be even more ridiculous, which maybe that's why you can laugh at them that much harder. (laughs) And also, we can watch these shows with our teenage daughter. So it's really a win-win all around. Ah, yes. What could be better than those laugh-out-loud moments that bring the family together? You can stream The Great North and Bob's Burgers both on Hulu and 10-Year-Old Tom on HBO Max. Our number three pick this weekend is all about poetry in the time of war as Dickinson returns for its third and final season today. Emily's world is turned upside down by the breakout of the Civil War, her internal family drama, and the challenges of romance. Here's a preview. Emily, you're a poet. You work so hard on your poems. You want every line to be perfect, but I want the mess. I want you. This is a very dark time. The violence, the suffering. That's what I want to heal with my poetry. Words don't matter right now. I have so much poetry in my head with all this conflict. None of it has been able to come out. This family's a joke. My marriage is a lie. Civil war ruins everything. This war just came out of nowhere. I'm not sure about that. I think it was pretty clear we were headed in a bad direction. You're the only one who's brave enough to face the truth. You don't try and peddle some false hope. What if hope is all we have? My family is in complete chaos. But nothing I do seems to be making anything any better. You think you're fighting for something, but really? You're just running away. Ooh, Victorian-era burn right there. 
EW's Christian Holub spoke with star Haley Steinfeld, who also stars in the upcoming Disney Plus Marvel series Hawkeye later this month, and she teased how the characters evolve in season three. I mean, it wouldn't be Dickinson if it didn't have the crazy, wild quirkiness of these hilarious characters. It's very serious, um, and it's very sophisticated, and the characters are older, they're, they're, mm. they're much more grown, and they're at a different point in their lives. There's just a lot of growth in this season, and I think as a fan of shows in general and watching the evolution of this stuff happen and being able to go back for a second season and a third season and watch the evolution of these characters, I think people will be really um, happy with uh, where everybody's at and who these people are. And who doesn't love a good, happy ending? Wait. Well, anyway, Dickinson is streaming now on Apple TV+. Trivia. It's trivia time. Haley Steinfeld is one of a handful of actresses who have portrayed Emily Dickinson. But which of these women has not? Laura Linney, Molly Shannon, or Cynthia Nixon? Stick around for the answer, plus our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Our soundbite of the week comes from the body animated series Big Mouth, which is back for its fifth season today on Netflix. In this moment from the second episode, the shame wizard goes to swim class to torment the kids about their body insecurities. If you are familiar with the show, you're probably well aware of the cringe comedy that's to come. But if you aren't, we have to warn you, this clip is in SFW and uses some language that might be inappropriate for some listeners. Oh. My. God. Gogurt burglar's dick is huge! Oh, such a small frame, it like really paws. Yeah, the only thing bigger is your camel toe. Excuse <gasps> me? Kevin, that's so f***ed up. What? I- I'm trying to help her. She's got too much labia. Devin! Women have to support other women by pointing out their flaws. You, madam, are a delight. <laughs> oh, the shame wizard. Always here to keep that awkwardness going strong. If you are looking for more of that hilarity, Big Mouth is streaming on Netflix. After a decade of abstaining from murder, he's back in Dexter New Blood, our number two pick. The Showtime continuation series is set 10 years after Dexter disappeared into the eye of a hurricane. He's been living a seemingly quaint and quiet new life in an idyllic small town, but things can't stay calm forever. Hey, Mr. Lindsay. Becca, Scott. Go Hawks! This is my life. 
a serial killer, always a serial killer. Am I right? Star Michael C. Hall covered our October issue, and for that story, he explained that the original series' confounding finale is the jump-off point for the new Dexter. I think the unanswered questions and loose ends that we left and that were understandably confounding for people are a part of what teed this up, you know? I think the finale was confounding for people, mystifying. Dexter didn't say anything at the end. There was no voiceover. I think it was hard for people not to hear from him. And I get that. I mean, I certainly support where Dexter ended up, the, the, the idea of taking himself into this self-imposed exile. But I also can appreciate how it was um, pretty dis dissatisfying for anyone who was hoping for something definitive or some sense of closure. You know, the fact that maybe a less than savory taste was left in people's mouths was um, something that bugged me for sure, but it also set the stage for us to answer the question about just what the hell happened to this guy. And that is a great question. I have another one for you. Will you take a stab at watching the series? Hmm. Dexter, New Blood, debuts Sunday at 9 p.m. on Showtime. And now, the moment we've all been waiting for, our number one pick. After a long wait, the highly anticipated series Yellowstone is back. Word of warning, don't even think of grabbing a snack or visiting the loo during the first 10 minutes of the season four premiere. That's when every burning question left hanging from last season's finale is finally answered. But here's a little hint for you. Whoever did survive that attack on the Duttons, and you don't expect all of them to be dead, do you, is pretty ticked off and wants revenge. Like, wants revenge right now. Here is an action-packed clip from the trailer. Hey, you're John Dutton, aren't you? Yep. Uh, that's not mine. It's addressed to you. Wait, I don't know what that is. Don't! Don't you die on me now. I like this. You hear me? Well, there is a lot in store for the Duttons this season. You can watch the two-hour season four premiere this Sunday on Paramount Network. And be sure to head over to EW.com to check out a first look at Yellowstone prequel series 1883, starring Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and Sam Elliott. 
And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Haley Steinfeld is the latest actress to portray Emily Dickinson, but which of these three women has not played the famous poet? Is it Laura Linney, Molly Shannon, or Cynthia Nixon? Well, Molly Shannon starred as Dickinson in the 2018 rom-com Wild Nights with Emily, and Cynthia Nixon played the poet in the 2016 film A Quiet Passion. So that leaves Oscar nominee Laura Linney, who has never portrayed Emily Dickinson. At least, not yet. That's our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. This episode of What to Watch was written, edited, and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.